Hi, and welcome back to the How to Decorate podcast from Ballard Designs. We want to teach you how to decorate your home and unleash your inner decorator. So we'll be interviewing interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world, sharing the trials and triumphs of our own homes, and also answering your decorating questions. I'm Caroline. I run the Ballard Designs blog, How to Decorate. And I'm Taryn. And I'm, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Taryn's not here. I'm Karen, and I head up branding at Ballard. We are your hosts. Okay, so let's do some trials and triumphs, guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who wants to go first? You go, Caroline. Okay. Yeah. You okay, haven't go. been first in a while. Okay. Mm-hmm. I grass clothed my bedroom. Mm-hmm. Navy blue. Yeah, it's got a look. It, yeah, it's it's Peacock? like denim colored. I feel. Oh, like. okay. Is it? Um, like a dark denim. Yes. Like a classic denim. I don't know. Okay. It's not like chambray, but it's not. I wouldn't mm. say it's mm. navy. Okay. Um, But it look, I love it. It's, it's, technically, it's not grass cloth. It's raffia. And um, what's the difference? Well, if you were to see them side by side, you'd be able to tell a difference. The uh-huh. raffia is a, it's a weave thicker too. weave. It's mm-hmm. it, There's a lot more texture. Did you get it from Ballard? I didn't. Okay. It's from, there's like a store in Atlanta called Wallpaper Plus, and they just have tons and tons of wallpapers and we do have some grass cloth but we don't have any in the right color that i was looking okay. for mm-hmm. and um and the color is like really where i kind of started because i knew i wanted to do i had found this photo that was um and actually i think the original tear that i had was kind of like a purpley like magenta color but it was a grass cloth with a headboard that was the same color on the on the grass cloth wallpaper. And I just really, really liked that. I wanted to do sort of like a texture right. play in there. And like a tone on tone texture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Cause our, our last bedroom was all white, white drapery, white walls, white bedding. The opposite, right? And yeah. I just wanted to do something more fun. And I just felt like this was such a funky house. We really I'm had so, to do I something. I keep saying this. I'm so proud <laughs> of you. She's so I'm bold. Like, I'm over here like clapping. You learned like to be making these big steps at like our hundredth episode, essentially, uh-huh. <laughs> you have learned and like talked to so many people that you are just like punching it, and I Super love comfortable. it. Well, yeah. it really is goes off of what so many of the designers say, which is you have to make the decision for the house, and this house is so non traditional that any traditional choices it's too i mean doesn't, you can add in some things feel right. and we're not getting rid of any of our furniture mm-hmm. but in order to counteract all the traditional stuff that i already have mm-hmm. i needed to bring in more like mid-century right. inspired things right. and i'm nice. not a big lover of mid-century so the stuff that i have been bringing in is like mid-century light uh-huh. like just um, cleaner lines yes exactly um Anyway, but so I saw this tear. I liked the play, but I kind of just thought like, what color is the only color? Like blue is kind of the only color that I know that I can just live with. Yeah. Like that, you Mm -hmm. know. Um, If you got to go bold, go with the color you know you like. Yeah, exactly. Good advice. Um, Anyways, and I, it looks really great, except I didn't order enough wallpaper. (laughs) What? (laughs) Um, Well, here's where I made the mistake. Do you have like dye issues with wallpaper? Like yes, you do with you fabric. Do. So oh. you just, here, just just let me oh, okay. let me Sorry. wrap it up. Sorry. Okay, so I. I thought this, this is was a triumph. No, it's both. Okay. <laughs> um. So I made a mistake in that I did not ask the people at the store to 
measure for me. I used like a wallpaper calculator online Mm -hmm. to figure out how many I needed. And I just called in the order instead Mm -hmm. of like giving them all the dims and everything. And so I ordered 14 yards. I really should have ordered 16 because she ran out, but she had like a three by three patch that she didn't have. Mm. So she used my sample because um, it's a Tebow paper and they send like huge samples. So it was almost like a half a roll. And um, so she used my sample to fill that spot. Well, it's it slightly match. different. It's not Where in the exactly. room is this odd square? Yeah, it's... Um, right at the headboard, you straight no, ahead. Yeah. No, no, it's like under a window on the side. So I think right now we don't have any other furniture in there, basically other than our bed and our nightstands. And eventually we're going to do like a built-in dresser on the other wall and then maybe like a bench or something on so i think once i get something on that wall yeah. and a window it'll be fine but distract you a little bit the window it. is like a top like a narrow window up at the top so mm. it's transom yes well no it's no. not a, tr- a transom is usually over a door mm, no because i bought one for my bathroom that's and like four panes wide oh, okay. i okay. think it's called a transom okay maybe it is i just i, I always may- thought maybe i made that up i thought that's what it was okay transom but it is that shape. Transverse horizontal structure, beam, or bar, or cross piece separating a door from a window above it. Oh, okay. So it is over a door. Anyways, right, but we know what you yeah, mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, it's really bothering Will. I am the type to where I'm like, oh, yeah, that's good enough, whatever. Yeah. In like Put a week, in I won't even decide. notice it. Yeah. But it is there. What's their return policy? What do you mean? What's the wallpaper store's return policy? Because, here's my thinking, go ahead and order your roll and just leave it. Oh. It's highly likely that it's probably the same dialogue of the ones you just ordered. Sit on it. And here's the thing. Then You have to order a double roll. Well, whatever. How much is a double roll? 50 bucks? 30 bucks? I'd be like... 150 bucks? $400. $400? Okay, get used to it. You're going to like it. I know. Because I asked Will... He needs to just relax. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, why don't you, you just order one he more roll? Relax. Yeah. So anyways. It'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Be fine. I mean, by the time you pay for shipping and all that, like it's anyways. I think that so, because you have that taller window, you are going to put something on that right. wall. You're not going to leave it blank. Mm-hmm. So to yeah. your point, there will be something on that wall and you guys will not even remember. And it really wasn't yeah. noticeable until we turned on. So here's another thing. Um, I sent him to the hardware store to get some bulbs for our sconces. And he got bright white instead of warm white. Mm-mm. So I mm. think at some point I'm going to change them to and warm do white. do they have dimmers? Not the sconces, no. It's their, yeah, not the sconces. Um, I already hate this room. <laughs> <laughs> so is garbage start over start over change the bulbs and get a dimmer and i'll come over <laughs> she will not be karen is not coming to your bedroom is what we just learned which is probably good that's thing. fine yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah it's all right um anyway it wasn't noticeable until we turned those lights on it, like when the mm-hmm. and so I think that there's something about that ball being bright white that accentuates it. Yeah. So I'm run hoping- over to the Ace Hardware at lunch and get yourself some. <laughs> I think yeah, it's one of those things where it's like I, we have light bulbs in the sconces right now. That is yeah. enough for me. You just moved in. Yeah. Like, the light bulb in the sconce is okay. Yes, but at yeah. some point when they die, I'll replace them with the right oh, temperature. You can't wait that long. LED bulbs last 15 years. <laughs> I don't think they're LED though. 
I think they're just Karen's finding out anyway, she is just I'm not okay with this right now. I mean, that's my Jeez. biggest pet peeve right after cords is light bulbs. Might be even above cords. Ooh. <laughs> light bulbs are very important. They are very important. You're right. I'm not I'm not understating how important bulbs are. I just, you know. <laughs> okay. Who's next? So that was my trial and my triumph. It looks great, except for this one little tiny patch, which I don't really even notice, but Outside of it's that, good I lesson. love it. It's a good yeah. lesson for everyone else, too. And we hung our round crazy donut mirror over the top of the bed. I saw it that on your awesome. Insta stories. It looked really good. So, so good. yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. I'm digging it. Go. Who's um, next? I'll go. All right, dead grass. <laughs> How many times has this been your trial? So many. <laughs> so many. It will be her triumph when it's living grass. Okay, I've got to figure out a solution for my front yard because... I have this giant tree. It kills the grass. You can't have grass. I can't have grass. Joe loves grass. He only wants grass. Grass will not grow there. And it's so shady. Mm -hmm. But I cannot figure out mentally. And, you know, I don't know if y'all have mentioned, I'm a runner now. So (laughs) now you are. Uh (laughs) Yeah. So I run around the neighborhood a lot. On running the Peachtree Road Race. Thank Ah. you. And I just ran 10 miles last Sunday. (gasps) I am so proud of you, Katie. That's a lie. I didn't run 10 miles. I ran eight miles last Sunday. I'm still that's proud. Right. I'm up. still that's fine. I'm doing super 10 this Sunday. Proud of you. Yeah, that's oh, amazing. It's that's huge. It. So, it. are you going to run a half marathon? Is that what you're working yes, on? Yes, in August. August 25th Where? in Napa. Okay, okay. Yes. Then that's worth it. Mm-hmm. This is my goal. So, that's okay. sidebar. Ran my eight miles. I'm real proud. Um, okay. But as I'm running, I'm always looking at yards trying to figure out all right, who's doing it right, like filling up a so lot of front running. yard space with plants that mm-hmm. aren't grass. Mm-hmm. And Hardly anybody, y'all. I don't know what's wrong with the neighborhood that I'm running around, but it's really, there aren't really many good solutions. And so I'm really struggling with it, like figuring out how a bed would be organized with a big, I've got two trees. Um, and and currently I have a boxwood hedge and behind that is hydrangea. So it's pretty structured. It's kind yeah. of loose and hydrangea in the back and then structured with the, mm-hmm. the boxwood in the front. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out, well, can I leave that and just add in front of it? Or do I have to pull that boxwood out? Because now it'll be one large continuous space. I'm, I'm really struggling. Um, but I feel like I can figure this out on my own. So that's my dilemma, which I'm working on. I'm in active dilemma mode on, of course, another project. which which I feel like I'm going to ignore till next spring, but I'm going to think about it until then. Yes. That gives me Is, plenty of time. Does ask you if there's ever end to the projects? Does he, does he have any thoughts on... Should I just ignore it? I mean, do y'all think I'm crazy? Should Honestly, do you think I should just be like, yeah, whatever? I, no. I have to tell you that I've been your to your house so many times, and I don't... You've never been like, why is all her grass dead? No, I've never <laughs> seen it. Couldn't tell you where... I mean, I know generally where this tree is, but I don't... I In my brain, yeah, I'll don't give you a know picture. what you're talking about. It's dead. All right. All right. Maybe I'm an obsessor. I, don't think so. I feel like you like you like a project. I really do don't. It. I really like sitting around doing nothing. <laughs> okay. Except running. I don't like no. that either. <laughs> she doesn't like anything. I'm pretty irritated right that I've committed to this half marathon. It'll, It'll be, be almost time. For the wine. It's almost time. I, I'm a, y'all, I really have been mentally defeated about it because... I was like, I can't do it. I cannot run 13 miles. Like the peach tree almost killed me. That was 6.2. I don't think I can do it. I'm like, I cannot turn around and run this again, which would be a half. Um, But then after I did the eight, I was, I really thought, you know what? I can do it. Were you so proud of yourself? Well, yeah, I guess. I guess Um, I am. 
You Where should have you been be running? so. You know what's a great place to run? You told me. Oh, did you have you been the doing Silver it? Comet Trail? Yeah. I haven't done it yet. Okay, it's because it's, it's amazing. shady and mm. flat. Shady and flat. See, I am the opposite. Long miles zigzag me through neighborhoods. I want to look at houses. I want to look at like landscaping. Stuff. I want to see stuff. Uh-huh. That is me. Like yeah. I would zigzag my way all the way like through town. But that's like but, I when I train, I ran literally from my house to Decatur, zigzagged my way over. And it was the best. Just because you have, there's just more to see. I like seeing things, though, when I'm running that yeah. long. See, I just like, the sidewalks are always busted up. I'm afraid I'm going to, like, fall and break fall. your collarbone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. Um, and mm-hmm. the, the heat, you don't have to dodge cars. I don't know. Maybe I just like to zone out and, like, listen to music, but. Okay, back to me. Okay. So my triumph, <laughs> which is, I think, a little odd, is that I've been dorm shopping. Jacob's oh. going to college, you know. Ooh. And let me look at the calendar. Just a few weeks. We move him in. Oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. Empty nesters. Are you nervous? Are you excited? Oh, no, I'm fine. I'm excited. I'm excited for him. And he'll be, you know, he's going to Tulane, so it's not far from Atlanta. And it's a fun town to visit and all that stuff. Um, and being a guy, he does not care. At all. You know, about right. what he needs. But I, of course, am obsessed. Like, well, okay, what, what What's sheets and plan? blah, yeah. blah, blah. You know, he doesn't care. Did, did he call his roommate to get matching bedspreads? No. Wait, yeah. did, you, did you all do that? No. Oh, no, I, no, I, I purchased my roommate so that we could have matching. Ralph Lauren You striped. purchased your roommate? She purchased her roommate's comforter. Thank you for oh. following. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was missing a few words there. Karen had me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no. Okay, continue. Mm-hmm. No, story, they're boys. Karen. Okay. You have a I boy. Have you say, get ready. They don't care. He well. The the biggest discussion that we had was: Do you want colored sheets so you can't see how dirty they are, or white sheets so you can see how dirty they are? And he said, "Colored." <laughs> <laughs> He's never going to wash. I them. got light gray That's from good. Garnet Hill. It's a Garnet cut Hill in between. sells extra long twins, which is what you have to get for dorm rooms. Perfect. Uh huh. But then the other thing I got, which I hadn't thought about, which a friend of mine suggested is like you can get these zipper bags that you put the sh- the mattress in that um, are for dust mites and for bed bugs and anything like that so I'm sure that they these mattresses are disgusting but I'm sure they must steam clean or something I don't even know but they're anyway, like plastic yeah so I got a zipper bag to put the mattress in and then I got them a really nice tuft and needle mattress pad memory You're foam on top and then it's little garnet hill sheets and I got a front gate washable down blanket and a ballard little one of our like quilty, like light quilts. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, like a mat lasse. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So he's, and then I'm, you know, I got him a little Ballard indoor outdoor rug because those, you yeah. Know, I mean, you can do yeah. anything on those and they're going to be fine to put over the gross, disgusting carpet. Mm-hmm. And I even watched a YouTube video. They give you like little tours of dorm rooms on YouTube so you can see exactly what's in it and how big they so are. You can plan. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Does every college do that? I don't know. Um, but it's cool. So I got I got some good stuff. And Amazon has been my best friend. Yes. And you could probably Amazon all that to him later, too. That's nice. true. Did but you have to do like all in the cores? Do they even do that? I bet they don't do that. Do what? Like, I don't know. I feel like my mom sent me with like to college with all these quarters for the laundry. They take oh, credit cards now. Yeah, I I say, I'm sure they swipe the machines now. Yeah. We did. I had I had bags <laughs> Back of in quarters the olden too. Days. Mm-hmm. Oh, in our olden days. Gosh. Yeah. That's sad. Mm-hmm. So sad. So that's They didn't me. even have washing machines when Karen went to college. <laughs> that's right. I had like that scrub board <laughs> in the river. <laughs> they didn't have college. 
no, I think <laughs> I do think that Ben Franklin had invented the first college, so I do think I made it just under the wire for higher education. <laughs> we kid. I cannot we wait. Kid. I cannot wait until you guys she are is... my age. I'll be in a, in the old folks' home, but <laughs> but I will be sitting there going, "Ha ha." <laughs> Karen, there's going to be a knife in your tire later for that comment. <laughs> Karen's going to come slash your tires. Uh, All right. Okay, what's your trial and yeah. triumph? Mine? Yeah, yeah we, skip, on we haven't done you. Oh, I feel like we... <laughs> I, lived, I lived your story so much. <laughs> I like... Um, my triumph is... Uh, David for an anniversary followed the um, the list of like what you get. Oh right, oh which yeah. is really cute. And so he um, he got me a copper, which is for our seven years anniversary um, wine cooler because we've started drinking more rosés and whites because it's summer and like yes. we've just in general kind of expanded more our genre of wine. Um, so. It's super cute. I was like, that's a cute idea. Yeah. Um, it's just plain and simple, very clean. Um, and then he got me, he was like, I promised I'd never buy you one of these ever. It is a pillow. Because I need, you know, I need another decorative pillow. Oh, a decorative pillow. Decorative pillow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, I was um, thinking like um a sleeping pillow. Yeah. yeah. Like well, a body don't. pillow you can well, snuggle you instead of Well, you started I would never buy you this. So that's why I was like, maybe it's just something like super unromantic. And yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's because he thinks I have too many pillows in the house. Oh, okay. so, oh god. Um, it is, I guess, wool is the other traditional gift. Which again, I thought it was cute. He looked these up because I didn't even follow this. Um, and it's a wool, like one of those shaggy wool pillows, oh, I love bright this. magenta. Cute. Like, oh yes, mm-hmm. it, it like pops, Mongolian wool. Yes, yes, that's what it is. Thank you. And I was like, this is a lot, um, but I think it's cute. It's like. So it's, are you liking it or hating it? Because based on your your face, yeah, I, either way it, here, it's dicey. I would never pick it out for yourself. Correct, but the fact that he picked it out is so cute. So I'm like working it in now. Mm-hmm. It's like bright pink. It's just so much. Wherever I do have lots, of, I have pink. You know, I love pink. But like, I feel like I have like touch, touch, touches of pink, mm-hmm. and my pillows are like, you know, with a little bit of pink. And this is like. Hello. And I have another, I have my shaggy sheepskin in there too. That's like, yes. Yeah. Pink juju. Yeah. yeah. So you know how you're like, it's a lot of pink. So I'm mixing it in. I'm figuring out how to like place in the room. So it's like not the one thing you see when you, because it's like directly ahead of the sofa when you walk in my house. That's a good thing about it. You stick it behind another pillow. Yeah. I just thought it was so sweet. So that, that, is was, sweet. that was actually a triumph. That he like very thoughtful. And he, I'm sure he saw the bright pink was like she loves pink. This is and like, yeah. Like I mean, if I had to buy for myself, <laughs> you know, like as a male, yeah, probably it. Um, I think my trial was, you know, fitting that in. <laughs> I think it's so sweet. It I feel is. like other people probably have this, where like you've been gifted something that is like so kind, and you fully. You fully understand where they came from, and you're like, absolutely, this should be, this should, I get why you would buy this for me. And then you're like, it's so sweet, I gotta, I can't Maria Kondo this already. Like, you know what I mean? No, I can't no. hug it and say, totally good. thank you, David, I'm service. now going yeah. to give this away. Plus, like, in a year, you can put it in the guest room. I do think it actually would work in my guest room, too, because we have bright, I have bright colors in there as well. So it could easily move. I just thought Fine. it was so sweet, but I really was like, oh, oh. this is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> this is a big old shaggy pink pillow, but I'll, 
I'm I'm not worried. You guys are probably never even going to notice it. Sounds cute. I like it. I do like those Mongolian lamb pillows or whatever. Yeah. They're cute. It's a good texture texture in them, for sure. I just, again, this color, you'll see it. Okay. Can't wait. We need need a photo. We need a picture. Taryn is living her best life in Maine right now. Two weeks in Maine. Yes. <laughs> but I'm watching her Instagram, and I got to say, she's up at, like, dawn. Uh-uh. That's not vacation to me. <laughs> vacation to me is waking up at around noon. <laughs> but I guess having a baby, you have to get up and do that. So anyway, yes. she's living her semi-best life. <laughs> um but we have interior designer Whitney McGregor here today. She is the designer in Greenville, South Carolina. And we, your home was recently featured. I mean, recent is a relative term, but yeah. recently featured in Southern Living. And I remember flipping through that issue and just thinking, oh, my gosh, this girl is like, I, I love your style. It's very, I feel like you have a lot of traditional, but it's very playful. It's um, fun. It doesn't feel stuffy at all, despite having, you know, Things that you would think of as being like, I guess, kind of hallmarks of traditional design, um, you know, the roll arm couch and like pleated lampshades, right. skirted tables, that kind of thing. Yeah. But um, it's fun and fresh and it's youthful. Yeah. 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 Welcome. Thank you so much. We're glad you're here. Who yeah. are you? <laughs> Tell us about yourself. Um, I am a mom mm-hmm. <laughs> first. Well, wife first, mom second. Three. Don't worry, your husband will not um, listen right. to this. <laughs> Hi, mom. Um, he's or I have an eight-year-old, a six-year-old, and a six-month-old. Wow! Um, surprise bonus baby. So, uh, have yeah. I told you my theory that every last child in every family in the world is a surprise bonus baby? <laughs> I think I am because there's like seven or eight years between me and the middle. And I'm like, oh, yeah, for sure. Hmm. What happened, yeah. Mom? <laughs> um, and I am a self-taught decorator. I studied fine art in southern France, but I have a business degree from Clemson. And um, I just always love to do design. Like I remember we we went back and like my first recollection of a room is when I was like four years old. And I can tell you still, like every detail of what the room. What room was it? Yeah, what room? Um, it was my uncle's attic bedroom and a house that he rented with like two other guys. And it was just this really cool, like white dormered room. And I remember his bed was on a platform and he had like stacks of books as a nightstand and like a record player on them. And then my great grandmother was a sculptor. And so he had like a bunch of her sculptures and it was just this really like spare, but I remember being struck by it as a child and just like making a mental picture of it. Um, And then like my mom always just really indulged me and I, she let me paint my wooden floors in my bedroom when I was 17. Wow. That's um, awesome. I don't think that I would have had any, concept or desire of like painted wood floors would be awesome i need to do this when i was 17 and as a like, mother if my child yeah. asked me that, I'd be, uh-uh. <laughs> you can have a throw rug what do you yeah. want so she was very like you know it's all about creativity and let me you know just express your i, I did theater and i did all kinds of things she was dragging me to see like mikhail baryshnikov at 
you know, and I'm like, what? We're going to see a ballerina? And she's like, no, come on, just hush. <laughs> yeah. So, One day um, you will you'll right, tell people this. like, yeah. Yes. So, um, yeah, just always loved it. And then went to Clemson without really much intention. I was just 18 and really cool. And so I picked out of a hat and ended up at Clemson and then got to my senior year and was like, what am I going to do with my life? Um, so I went to France. Wait, and that's you were getting your business degree. Okay. International so like, business. I'm going to go to France. And um, minored in French and was like, I'm going to France. And it totally changed my life. I studied painting for six months and came back like, oh my gosh, I have to do some, I have to do something creative. I have to do something that I love. I can't, I can't survive. I'd done a couple internships in like global supply chain and (laughs) yes. And so, um, graduated in 2008 into like the worst economy we'd seen in Mm -hmm. however many years. Mm -hmm. And my husband and I, he got a job in Columbia, South Carolina and we bought a house and I started just chipping away at it. It was very like DIY. Um, and people just kind of started asking. And I had a little blog and and so friends and you know, acquaintances started saying, Will you help me with my house? And I was like, <laughs> Oh my God, people do this for a living? Like, why did I not think of this five years ago? Um, and so it all just kind of snowballed from there. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty I mean <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's very inspirational. For sure. So that's it's it's funny how like I feel like at that time so many people just kind of were like, Yeah, I'll just start a blog. Like I this probably won't turn into anything, but and it like really transformed your life. And I feel like we actually have had lots of um designers who have a similar story, you know. Um Yeah, I was writing it, I didn't think anyone was listening or reading it. Yeah. I don't Mm -hmm. I still don't think anyone was listening or reading it, but (laughs) but it was, you know. I remember like following Jamie Mears mm-hmm. and um, Anna Spiro, absolutely beautiful things. And mm-hmm. is it Ice Furbish. Oh, yeah. Um, like, and maybe it wasn't when they first, so it was like 2008, 2009. So, I mean, mm-hmm. 10 years ago. And I felt like the world, there weren't a lot of us out there. And I wouldn't put myself in a category with the two of them because they're um, amazing. But, so yeah, it was it was just kind of this little world that I was you know uncovering, yeah, and yeah. it was exciting and and inspiring. One thing that you I think must have said this in your Southern Living interview, but maybe it was somewhere else. But um, I, I loved this kind of direction. You said just take the right next step. Like mm-hmm. you don't need to have a full plan, yeah. but just so maybe you can explain that a little yeah, bit. What is that? Yeah. yeah. So there's a book. Um, and I'm going to have to like, I'm going to have to Google it. It's like 50 things. Oh, it's an inspirational book. I'll Google book. it while you talk. Okay. 50 <laughs> things. Um, I want, it's like 50 things God wants you to know or 50. Oh my gosh, I'm calling somebody. Um, and one of the things that was in the book, and I read it years ago, was just take the next right step. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when you're feeling lost in life or in decorating, just take the next right step. Um, and so with my own house, 
with clients, it's it's really easy for me because I have this collaborator who kind of funnels everything. Like I put everything through their filter mm-hmm. and it helps me to narrow down like which direction to go with myself. I like know how much there is out there and I and there's so many options. And right. so with my house, it was just do the next right thing. Like when I felt like, you know, like my living room blue and white wallpaper, it I wasn't looking for wallpaper for the living room. I just got the sample in the mail, tucked it behind a painting. And it was like that feeling in your stomach, like, oh my gosh, I have to have this. Mm -hmm. There's no like doubt in my mind. And so that was in that case, the next right step. And then the step after that for the living room didn't come for, you know, probably another year. So Um, you didn't have a master plan? No. You're just winging it. I yeah. love it. How do you not make mistakes? Because I, I don't like a plan either. I just sort of randomly find things I like and then try to shove them in my house somewhere, which doesn't always work out. But I think it's, stop, it's working out pretty well yeah. from what I can see. I make a lot of mistakes. A lot. I mean, and that's but I give my per, myself permission on my own house to make mistakes. Like mm-hmm. client's house, I'm, no mistakes. You know, like there's some tweaking that can always happen and that's how you get the collected look is by like kind of navigating your way but on my own house I'm like this is where this is my laboratory Mm -hmm. this is where I can make mistakes what's Um, what's a large mistake you've made and does your husband notice um is he like what is this yes Mm. but I'm also a very proficient salesperson Um, and he he kind of likes being sold so, you know, we're kind of in this this funny dance, but um, the dining room was something that I agonized over. And the dining room table that's in the Southern Living is the third or fourth dining room table. Really? Mm-hmm. So describe no. your mistakes to us. Yeah. Um, so, well, the first one was like we moved in and it was just furniture we had. Um, and then the second one, I was like... I know this is it, honey. This is it. (laughs) Um, It was this big farm table and I bought it and we had it for a while. And it was like, I just couldn't get the rest of the room to come together. And so was it a square room? um, No, Mm -hmm. it was a rectangle, but it had a pretty strong pathway through it um, from our living room to our kitchen. And it kind of, because I was in the kitchen all the time and the kids were in the living room all the time, the dining room kind of became mm. like a hallway. Yes. <laughs> and also a, we're, we were a lot. Um, and so it just wasn't working. It was in the way. It, yeah. Uh-huh. And so it was kind of an expensive mistake, but because I, you know, I was able to sell it uh-huh. because we have this great little tool in Greenville called Fickle. Um, and it's kind of like, Facebook marketplace, but everyone is kind of people you know or have like two degrees of separation. I love with. the name. Yeah. Yeah. It's cute. Um, so smart. Yes. And so I sold it on Fickle and, you know, it wasn't too painful of a loss. <laughs> you know what? It was a rental. Think of it that way. I it rented was this loan. table for a few months. Yes. And you have to pay for a rental. Right. That's fine. Right. Okay. What was your next mistake? Um, <laughs> so, this makes me feel so good about myself. <laughs> I think after that, we lived with a um, like folding outdoor table for a while because nice. I okay. just couldn't make up my mind. Mm-hmm. And 
there were a couple that I like I had found and I'm like, this is it, honey. This is it. Like, this is the table. And then it would not materialize or it would be like, you know, outrageously expensive to have this custom table made. And I finally stumbled on the one that I had at an estate sale. Um, I'm trying to think of another mistake. <laughs> there were so many. I think rooms were definitely repainted, painted and repainted. Um, now, do you did you paint them yourself or did you? Heck, have no. <laughs> <laughs> no way. I I'm not. No, no. I don't paint. <laughs> so, what was your final table? Describe what that looked like. Um, so it was kind of a. It had like the fluted legs, but then it had this apron on it. It's an apron with the Greek key, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and it was kind of like chippy paint. Um, and the shape round. Mhm. Yeah. Um it's I think it's probably about this size actually or this is a 60, 60 inch round yeah. table. Mhm. Um yeah. How many people have you shoved at that table? Well, it has it has leaves. Leaf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um I think we've had like 12. That's oh, nice. that's awesome. That's yeah. a good size. I mean, it was tight in the room. The room was small, but um yeah. So is this the table that you eat at like every meal or is this really more like a formal? Well, so after Southern Living, um, we sold our house, but it was our kitchen table, our homework table, our work table, our dining room table, everything table, our crafts table. (laughs) So it also, you know, was a consideration because I didn't want it to be there were like, I looked at the celery Kimball table for Henry Don or what, you know, I'm like, my kids literally are going to have Play-Doh on this table. Mm-hmm. Like it just it right. can't, can't be, be something fine. that I'm going to agonize over. If it chips, yeah, you're going to want it to not. Right. Yeah. That's a smart lesson, though, because investing in things that you're just going to grit your teeth, if someone spills wine on it or right. scratches it, it's not worth it. It's not. Mm-mm. It's really not. And I believe in living in your home and mm-hmm. with your things because that's... Yeah. What they're there for. I'm not Splurge like a, on a great chandelier. Yeah, exactly. exactly. No one's gonna That's touch that. Idea. No one's gonna sit on it. It's fine. Like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> if I'm someone sits you. on it, you have a problem. Yeah, yes. or you're having a really I mean, good party. Yeah, I know. Which <laughs> no, I never entertained in that house because I was always like, I was just talking to someone about this because I'm like, when I do this, then I'll have a party, and then oh, your life was on hold. Don't do that. Yeah, don't know. do that. Okay, I so know. you just bought a new house. Yes. From, based on your Instagram stories. I'm very excited about it. Tell us about it. And are you going to entertain there even when it's not perfect? I We have. We've entertained like 10 times more than we ever did Already? at the old house. Yeah, because I'm like, I don't care. It looks like 1971, but I don't care. Like, I'm not waiting good. anymore. Good. Yeah. That's good. Um, So it's way different. It's like a 1970s contemporary it's way out of my comfort zone, but I'm kind of excited mm-hmm. about it. It's a major yeah. challenge. So when you were house shopping, was that what you had in mind or no. you just came across and you're like, this is a really good deal and we love the neighborhood or something like that? Yeah. So I, you know, I love a more traditional house um, and we looked at a lot, but then it was just something about the flow of how this house lived and the light. It's like a ton of windows. Um, and it, it wasn't a traditional floor plan, but it really worked for, yeah. and my husband loved it and he 
He doesn't love that much. Uh-huh. He's not, <laughs> he's not an this. excitable guy. He's a yeah. financial planner and he's real serious and he really loved it. And I'm like, what yeah, is it that he loved about it? Um, I bet he thought it was cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he like, I think he liked that it was a little bit more contemporary and super bright. Um, and it's got this like the, the, so it's situated on the lot kind of stuff, like instead of the front of the house, being long ways on a lot, um, it's turned. Mm-hmm. And so all of the windows are on kind of the east and west. And so the sun comes in and on the one side, it's just like this huge outdoor area with, I'm talking with my hands, um, <laughs> patio and outdoor fireplace. And I think he really liked that. The thought of Greenville and you know Atlanta have a great climate for mm-hmm. outdoor entertaining. And so yeah. we felt like that was really something that we we wanted. So ha- has that style of the house uh, influenced the decor you're putting inside of it? Yes. So, oh, okay. yeah, what are you going to do with all your traditional Yes, nothing pieces? like my other house. <laughs> I'm a huge proponent of, like, listen to the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, you know, your aesthetic can steer it, but the house is going to tell you what it right. wants to be. Um, and this house, like my other house, I think of as kind of a dollhouse. It was just like a little, you know, it was really playful Your and cottage-y. it was great. Yeah, it was great for that phase of life. Um, and now as, you know, my business is picking up and I'm getting busier, I just kind of want this. Like Bobby McAlpine is a huge influence right now. Um, I just kind of want this really clean guy after being at work all day, I don't want to come home to a bunch of color and a bunch of pattern. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm really trying to dial it back. And I'm looking at a lot of 1970s designers. And like, I love like Ralph Lauren's 1970s New York penthouse and um, John Stephanitis. I don't know if I don't know him. you're familiar with him. Caroline's but, Googling him right now. No, I'm yes. writing them down. I'm not Googling um, him. Oh, okay. But I'm, <laughs> I, I'm really into that kind of 1970s, early 80s. Uh, it's like kind of chic and kind of glam, but a little bit wacky. Mm-hmm. Um, like the forms are kind of weird, but I'm, I'm into it. So, <laughs> Are you convincing your customers to love it too? Are you doing any projects like that? Just Nothing your own? like that, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I'm doing a lot that are more like... Um, my old house, but I really, I really have a huge range of yeah. client aesthetics, which is really fun because I, I learn a ton Yeah, every project. So are you just throwing away all your furniture? What are you doing with it? No. Well, I'm trying to reuse what I can, but it looks like dollhouse furniture in the new house. Um, the scale of it? Yeah. Too the tiny. scale. And I feel like in large, it's not an open concept home, but it's definitely way more open than our old house. And I feel like color is really tricky in a larger space because just of how your eye travels um mm-hmm. it's it's a lot i mean you you're experiencing a lot more in an eyeful uh-huh. than with a little oh, yeah, bungalow and so that you know saturation of color and pattern is whoa it's too much that's so interesting to think about yeah because in a smaller space you're kind of just absorbing one vignette at a time almost right right mm-hmm. and like in our old house, I never saw anything from afar, if that makes uh, sense. Yeah. You know, like when I was in a room, it was pretty petite and I'm in it. You know, how you experience something up close 
Whereas my new house, I can be, you know, in the living room and I'm looking into the great room and it's kind of like I can see this whole like zoomed out picture and, mm-hmm. and I can see all my old furniture in there and I'm like, oh dear, that's, <laughs> oh dear, that's oh dear. too much. That, no. Um, so yeah, the scale is wrong. The scale is really petite and colors are wrong. And so it'll be a good, I'm excited to kind of practice my skills of mm-hmm. um, color containment because mm-hmm. I do love color. <laughs> How long do you think it'll take? Years and uh-huh. years, maybe decades. <laughs> and you don't have a plan? <laughs> You're just doing the next right thing? Um, I don't have a plan right now. We have, we. this is a bigger undertaking. So we've met with an architect and then, you know, mm. we're, there is going to be more of a plan with this one because um, there's going to be major renovations. Oh, and are you going to live in it? Um, We advise against it. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're not going to live in it. My husband is, yeah. Okay. And we're just chilling because I'm like, we just did this. Yeah. We, we really overhauled in preparation for Southern living. And I'm like, and then we had a baby, then we moved and then I had a baby and I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Take I'm just a sit. Uh-huh. And it's okay if it looks like a dollhouse. So um, I also really feel like I need to like get to know a house before uh-huh. I change it. Uh-huh. I totally agree. Live in it a little, seeing what it feels yes. like. Yeah. Caroline just did the opposite. She just bought a house and we well, didn't really. But I'm not really changing that You just much. painted it and stuff. You didn't yeah. really um, pull walls down. I mean, down. the only thing I did that was major was just take out some kitchen cabinets and putting up shelves. But that's really the only thing that really, yeah it's mostly paint I changed and the floors I guess the floors, yeah. but yeah um, but our house is also like well it's 1956 but it's definitely weird and funky it's not traditional at all so I'm kind of in the same boat like trying to figure out how to reuse some of my more traditional things but in a right house where it doesn't really fit so yeah it's it is it's tricky, you know. It is. It's um, fun. I mean, it's like a puzzle. I yeah. love it for that reason. But um, yeah, like David Hicks, I feel mm-hmm. like he's a huge influence, and I've been looking at a lot of David Hicks and a lot of Billy Baldwin because I feel like they did a great job of, you know. Yeah, David doing... Hicks was one of the original, like, I guess, sort of designers that he was sort of irreverent with yeah, traditional right mix uh-huh. about the yeah. mix yeah whereas i feel like the the opposite of stuffy but like you're saying he would take very traditional items and put them in these crazy sort of situations right yeah. and pattern and color yeah mm-hmm. we just had angie franowski on the podcast and i love i feel I like she her. does that sort of contemporary mm-hmm. mixed with traditional well. She does. Um, yes. So, another okay. South Carolina. I know there's so designer. many good. I mean, Barry Benson, too, another one that comes to mind who's mm-hmm. doing that same. Because I feel like I need, I'm not a huge fan of mid-century. Um, yeah. But I feel like this house, I'm going to have to nod to mid-century a bit. Yeah. And, you there's know. some things that you can, like, because I'm not either. Like, I don't need, like, a kidney-shaped cough. I'm just yeah. not about that I don't know mm-hmm. and and it's not that I think it's it's just not me right but there are right now it's I think mid-century is having such a moment that it mm-hmm. is easy to find pieces that are like mid-century light 
Right. You know, well, like, like a tulip-based yes. dining yeah. room table. Yeah. yeah. Because that's a, a shape that, like, the table I have right here that we're sitting at, you know, it's, this is a more traditional sort of version of right. that, but it does exist yes. in both worlds. So right. it's yeah. not, like, you're not going to find, a you know, an 18th century kidney-shaped anything, probably. Right. But you could find, you know, so if you're looking for shapes that maybe straddle both uh, eras, but totally. have a different kind of... Yeah. Um, material form or whatever made out of something different that that would probably help too. Yeah. I'm making things up. Well, but. no, and I think like true mid-century, like there's like cliched mid-century, like mm-hmm. peg legs and yeah. But then you know, true mid-century, and I'm making things up too. But yeah. I think I'm thinking like a tuxedo sofa and um, like you said, the tulip mm-hmm. base or like Parsons mm-hmm. style, like all of that stuff. I love right. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to have a peg leg sofa. <laughs> you know, so yeah, there's it, it is having a moment for sure. I want the moment to end personally. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of over it. Me too. It's been going on a long time. I feel like it's definitely waning. Now, one so thing too. I do like about mid century is I do kind of like the wood, like color. Like I like that tone finish. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it is pretty, and it's also not shiny. You know, it's yeah. it's a dull finish on the wood, which is nice. Yeah, I think that's pretty. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm having a moment with wood right now. Mm-hmm. Like I love wood, brown furniture. Yes, we yes. talk about it a lot. People <laughs> really are falling back it. in love with brown furniture. Caroline's always been in love with it. I just think every room needs some. Mm-hmm. Not a lot. I, I don't have like everything is not brown, mm-hmm. but I don't know if a room doesn't have any. I think it feels really flat. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. But yeah. I agree. I love, I love some wood. It has to be good. It has to be a good wood, though. Like the right finish, you mean? Yeah, or the like, right quality? I think quality? there are a lot of bad wood finishes out there. Too um, orange. Mm-hmm. Well, too orange sometimes, just or like cherry even new. Be. Yeah, too red. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think there's anything prettier than like a piece of wood that's like super old and has a beautiful patinaed finish on it like a farm table Mm -hmm. or you know something Mm -hmm. like that um and also you're not going to stress about that piece of furniture that is true because it's already old and dinged up a little bit and that's okay yes so with a house full of children how do you decorate around that um well my children are fairly well trained (laughs) god and my husband is actually super tidy and very ocd and um it works to my benefit yeah because my husband is as well it's awesome yeah he's <laughs> tidier than i am um and i see i'm not like i'm not a super hone in on the details person like i'll paint the floors white and then i don't care if it gets scratched you know it's gonna happen and my husband will like be touching it up every you know every <laughs> night when everyone goes to bed um but yeah that is great you don't have to do it yeah i know i just wake up and I'm like god these floors they, they last forever they are awesome <laughs> Um, But the kids, so I always tell people, splurge on things that your kids aren't going to sit on or eat on. Um, So like chandeliers are great. Drapes are great. My kids never touched the curtains. They like could care less. Um, Nice rugs will always hold up. Yeah. Like we had a, we actually borrowed for the um, Southern Living shoot, this beautiful wool, um, Ushak from Nashville Rug Gallery. And we had it in our dining room for probably six months um, with kids while we were preparing for the photo shoot. And 
I mean, it held up great and, you know, things definitely got spilled on it and it just was a quality rug that was Mm -hmm. like 70 years old and stuff like that. Like it's lasted this long. It's probably going to withstand your kids. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fine. Well, a wool rug, I mean, you can clean anything out of a wool rug. Right. You know, a silk rug might be harder. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, a wool rug, you can hose it down. Right. As long as you stick out in the sun. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're just, it's just, you know, it's like a dress. Just don't put it in the dryer. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) One fit. Lucky for my husband because he would try. He would. He'd be washing it. Right. Have y'all seen those? um, On Instagram, those rugs you can wash? Makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah, what is that? (laughs) I just don't get it. Like, if it can fit in my washer, it has to be really thin. And then what's the point? Right. I don't know. Well, the heavy-duty rug pad underneath it yes. is supposed to be. Oh, that's the I'm, seat. So is it just a piece of fabric? I think it is. Sent, it's got to be, right? Yeah. It's got to I mean, be uh, that thin to fit. Hmm. Let's we're, order we're, one. We're skeptical. Yeah. yeah. I get some really interesting ads on my Instagram. <laughs> And do you really notice that you'll just say something and the next day that is on your Instagram? Yes. Yeah. And a couple of it's times creepy. you're going to think I'm crazy. I have thought about things and not said them. <laughs> and then it comes up on my Instagram. Yeah, that is crazy. Yes. You've only <laughs> but thought just about wait. them. You know that they're like this close to the technology. They're probably listening to you in your sleep. Maybe you said something aloud like <laughs> blue velvet. <laughs> <laughs> and then there you go. Maybe. I don't I'm know. I'm going to have to start sleeping with my phone in the other room. No, like my son was saying, some sh- some shorts, like all the cool kids are wearing. I think it has the word bird in it. I don't know. These particular shorts. And I had never heard of it before. And I'm not kidding. The next day it was on my Instagram. I'm like, oh, well, there they are. Oh, what Those a coincidence. Shorts. Yeah. Oh, huh. <laughs> creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. It is. Well, so I want to talk about um, your love for art because I know that you love collecting art. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you have a background in painting. So how does that, like... How do you coordinate your art to your room, especially if you don't always go in with a plan? Right. I never need to coordinate. Yeah, I never Mm -hmm. match the art. Um, I'm not like a, here are my paint colors and fabric swatches. I'm going to commission painting. That's just not how I, um, I don't really even believe in commissioning unless it's a size thing. I'm more like if I have a client who wants to commission, I just tell them, like, if you don't like anything that they have, then you're probably not going to like anything that they can Right. Do They're not you. the artist for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm That's just... A good... Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think it's respectful. I really respect what artists do. And I don't know how you do it. Like, the artist that can do that with a client and, like, work a commission and back and forth, I'm just like, you're my hero because that <laughs> is... It's such a delicate balance and take so much I'm just not into it but um art it's just really it's like a visceral reaction thing if I see it and it makes me feel something then I'm like I don't really care if it matches do you still paint um yes sometimes I'm I'm gonna be taking some lessons with the local artists at the end of July and I'm so nervous it's been so long (laughs) um but mostly if I if I just need a little release, I'll pick up some watercolors or oil pastels because it's less of a commitment time-wise. I, I might I like have like a 30-minute nap time, you know, and I'm like, right. okay, what can I do quick just to like get out of my head? Um, 
So yeah, I'll do that sometimes. So, okay, tell me this. If you, you know, like you're moving into a new house or you've moved into a new house and as you're decorating, like say, I guess, I guess you said that like this new house is mostly going to be maybe not neutral, but like less filled with color. Yeah. So how do you take your existing pieces and then work them into your, do you plan around piece? Are you like, okay, well, I love this piece. I want to hang this here. So. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Or are you just sort of like, or do you move things around a lot? Like. That's a good question because I've actually struggled with that. Um, I have a couple pieces that are really colorful and I'm like, how will I, um, you know, how am I going to work that in? Because I don't necessarily want anything jarring. So I'm definitely still going to have some color. Like I'm thinking, for instance, of um, Caroline Boykin did. The one over your sofa. Yes. Mm -hmm. A fabulous piece of art. And it is colorful and it's saturated, Um, but I love it. And so my plan is to have a chocolate brown dining room, like a chocolate brown, maybe lacquered walls. Um, And I feel like that could hold that piece. So I kind of like, I'll have some initial thoughts in my head. And um, yeah, sometimes I will say like, I really love this piece. I really need it to work. How can, what's kind of like the bridge? How can I make it work in a room in a house that's otherwise kind of neutral and um, without it feeling out of place. And then some pieces, you know, that I pick up along the way, like you change. So I might've had a visceral reaction to something 10 years ago when I bought it, but it doesn't really speak to me anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to Marie Kondo. Thank you. (laughs) That's right. Thank you. Now you can go make someone else happy um, and move it on. And you put it on fickle. Yeah. (laughs) Or sometimes like I'll have clients who are just kind of like, what do you have? What's going on over there? Well, just because it is another thing that you're not, that you're not in love with at the moment. I'm saying that right. Just because you fell out of love doesn't mean it isn't still a wonderful, beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. That happens all the time. And also I feel like those pieces too are great for like a bathroom. Yes. Or my hallway. kids. I mean, yeah. I have a lot True. of kids. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I can always work work it into the kids' rooms too, with some of the more colorful pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Is it color that you're sort of stepping away from a little bit? Personally, yes. Uh-huh. Professionally, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love it, but I just. Well, you're saying when you get home, you just want sort yeah. of ne- neutrality. Yes. Uh-huh. Like yeah. your house. It's so beautiful. <laughs> and just, it's just like, it's calm. Oh. You know, there's nothing that like is slapping me in the face right now. I can slap you later. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it, yeah. Well, and the, and Karen, I feel like that's kind of like you are constantly looking at colors and art, you know, like graphic design pieces and marketing. And mm-hmm. we always have new products coming in and new fabrics that are colorful. And so it kind of makes sense. why A lot you, of like, input. Yeah. yeah. Like you have a lot of visual things happening all throughout your day. And so it would make sense that. I hadn't really thought about it like that, but I guess that does make a lot of sense. And I've read a lot of designers who say that, you know, yeah. I want to come home to something peaceful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always think about Vera Wang because I'm I'm dressed in a dress today, which is like a crazy thing. And it's colorful because <laughs> generally I wear jeans and a T-shirt 
that is like all I wear and I hardly ever wear makeup. Thank you for dressing up for um, us. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um, but I think of Vera Wang because, you know, she's always designing clothes and looking at fabrics. But if you see her, she's it's very- It's like white t-shirt and black jeans. Yeah. yeah. Well, on the, on the no jewelry makeup. commercials, that's where I see her. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And is she's it, also like a hundred and she looks like she's- 35. Yes. I don't understand. That is not fair. I agree. <laughs> I was yeah. just looking at the Hannah Cure ad came up on my phone because I've been thinking about it. What is that? <laughs> telling you that weird mask that does like the, have you heard of that? Oh, no. Oh my gosh. Look it up. Hannah Cure. Well, it'll H-A-N-A. come up on my phone now. Yes. <laughs> Hannah Cure. <laughs> it does this crazy thing to your face. And then you, there's like this video of Drew Barrymore doing it. Oh. And like, it looks crazy. It dries up uh-huh. and it, well, it like tightens and you look like a zombie and then you rinse it off and it's like amazing. And you look like you're five years old. Yeah. That's what I'm like, I want. Awesome. I okay. Okay. <laughs> Add to cart. It's very in- informative talk today. <laughs> We're all kinds of topics. Yeah. All kinds. Well, so, you know, it's funny because I feel like a lot of times we talk about investing in pieces that, um, you're sitting, well, you know, upholstery, like right. having good quality. Right. But I'm curious, like, because you were saying don't splurge on that. But I feel like that is, there's a difference between splurging and investing sometimes. Yes, yes. So where, like, well, talk to us. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's, it's more than just kind of surface. Like your kids aren't just going to spill on it. They're also going to jump on it and they're going to cartwheel on it. And like, (laughs) so it's got to be sturdy and strong. And I think um, like if you notice beautiful things like um, mohair, which I have none of in my house or, you know, like fine velvet, like it doesn't age, it patinas and it Mm -hmm. looks better with age. So a lot of like the nicer things look better with age. Um, But I do believe in like, I have a Lee sofa that I bought almost 10 years ago and I'll probably have it forever. And mm-hmm. like, it takes a beating. I've had a slip cover made for it. I'm probably about due to have it reupholstered, but over time that's better than buying a new sofa every five right. years mm-hmm. because, you know, in the end I'm going to come out ahead because I bought something that had, you know, great bones and, and it's I'm comfortable just, yes yeah. it's something because if it if it's poor quality you're going to be have a spring right you know right pushing on your honey right and nobody wants to sit on it yeah so i do think um i think you're right splurging and investing it's a different thing and you know it's i don't want to sound pretentious you know like mohair and velvet it's not about that it's just about like you know i think somebody i forget another designer said it like when working with clients like you've got to be transparent about your budget because i want to get you the nicest things that you can afford like and and that's why you know i always obviously recommend working with a designer because they can help you figure out like where to invest and Mm -hmm. where can you like you know save a little bit yeah um Right. That is true. My husband is one of those guys who's like, I don't want to tell anyone my budget because they're just going to spend it all. I'm like, right. that is not, that's not what they're doing. Yeah. They need to understand, okay, I've got $10,000. I got $50,000, right. you know, yeah. whatever. And those seem like big numbers. But when you, you know, put a spreadsheet together and fill a room up 
it goes real fast. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, so it, it, you're right. If you don't, if you're not, or if you're doing it yourself, if you're not honest with yourself about what can I really afford, right. and then sort of start outlining, you know, where to put the bucks. Yeah. It's, it's, and you're going to And I feel like up- a lot of designers and people in all fields, I mean, we've had architects on the show that have said similar things. Like, I think Lee Ledbetter was talking about um, phasing. And so right. if you, like, say you only have a $10,000 budget, mm-hmm. then maybe your designer is like, hey, like, this isn't enough to do a whole house, but why or don't room. we start with your living room right. and your dining room and yeah. we'll do those rooms. And then in a couple of years, you come back to me and we'll do the next, you know? Right. So it's, I don't know. I feel like people want, people understand that you maybe can't do all of it at once and they want to help. Right. You know? Right. Um, yeah. And if you have oh, a plan, yeah. you can kind of work towards that goal. Right. Yeah. Everybody doesn't have a limitless wallet. I know no, you do, Carolyn. No. Nobody does. I totally have right. a limitless wallet. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you know, even like people, occasionally you get like, oh, well, we don't really have a budget. Oh, okay. So a million. Oh, well, suddenly they've yes. got a budget. Yes, we do. <laughs> you know, yeah. like yeah. everybody, you know, everybody's got a budget. Yeah. And like, that's okay. If I had a client who was like, it's limitless, I'd be like, ah. I don't even know where to start. Right. Yeah. Like, I've got to have something to narrow. Yeah. Right. Some guidelines. Yeah. I don't even know what to do with that. Yeah. Agreed. I feel like we should do some decorating to limit. Ooh, y'all. This is from yes. someone named Karen. <gasps> And it's not me, I promise. And okay. I can tell because this is not Joe in the photo. Oh, <laughs> no, he has way more hair than Joe. Joe is bald. Okay. Um, hi, I want to add some color to my dining room space. What color curtains would you suggest over the piano? This is an old farmhouse. I also don't know, don't know what color rug under the table. This appears to be a dining room that, that Karen's talking about. Um under the table the one in the pics is not is no longer there and what kind of chairs to order for this white table i'm painting any ideas would be welcome maybe i'm trying to force this white table to work so i'm open to other tables if you think that would be better the light fixtures from ballard so it is a uh looks like kind of white walls in the room and um natural wood stained trim um and then wood floors and she does have a white it looks like a trestle um, table in the center of the room. It is, mm-hmm. oh, it's, I'm looking at the next page. It looks like a very traditional house with a staircase on the side of the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she has a round chandelier, sort of a farmhouse rustic chandelier over the table. Mm-hmm. Yes. So drapery color. Is that what you're saying? What color drapery? Yes. What kind of rug and what chairs? Wow. Still a lot of questions. It is a lot of questions. And it's so hard for me to like, it's like somebody saying, what color should I paint my dining room? Yeah. Like, well, I, it's what hard. Color do you, what colors do you like? <laughs> you know? So I'm like, okay, well, let's start from the beginning. Um, this also, just to point out, wait, did you already say that this has an exterior door in it? No, I did like, not. Like, there's a door that goes outside. Mm-hmm. So it's... Okay, I I have a question about the location of, pian- of her piano, and I'm wondering the if window. there is a way for her to move it to maybe a wall where it's like... That's what I was thinking, too, because that room, you can kind of see that other room through there. Mm -hmm. And it it doesn't look like there's a lot of furniture in there, just from what I can see. And I'm wondering if the piano could be moved. Mm -hmm. Um, Or even to the right of the doorway into that room. 
Right. Yes. Or to the wall with the stairs on it. Yes. It seems like the room is very long or not very long, but you know, the, t the table looks a little bit small in the room. The, the chandelier seems to be the right scale, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, the other thought I have, so sometimes she, she mentions that, um, doesn't, does she mention that she wanted to bring more color in there? Mm -hmm. She did. Yeah. I think she um, said she, Oh, let's maybe not. see. Oh, I want to add some color to my yeah. dining space. Yes. So sometimes when I have clients who present with something like that, like with that goal of adding more color, sometimes it's about subtle additions of color. Hmm. So if possible, like if I had my druthers, I would change the wall color and actually go a little bit lighter on this. It's sort of a yellowy. Yes. Mm -hmm. I said white, but they're not. They're kind of like butter. Maybe. Yes, it is like a butter. Um, and then I've had good success. It looks like one of those like tiled ceilings. Wait, mm -hmm. well, what color would you make the walls? Light? I white? would do a okay. white, like okay. a true white. Okay. Because um, I like how that makes the woodwork. Mm -hmm. Right now, I Pop. feel like it kind of washes out with the yellow and the woodwork. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you went white on the walls and then maybe like a light blue on the tiled ceiling. Oh, that could be pretty. Yeah. I've done, I had a project with one of those ceilings and it was kind of like, oh, the ceiling, what are we going to do? And then we painted it like this um, robin's egg blue and it became this really nice feature in the room. Mm, pretty. Yeah, that sounds pretty. Um, and I think the white wall will help that white table. Right now the table in the room with the kind of yellow walls and the mm -hmm. brown trim yes. is this thing of its own. It is. It doesn't kind of tie in with the rest of the scheme that she's yeah. got going and on. And the yellow, it makes it feel a little bit um, purple, or maybe it's the picture of the light, but it um, it cools it down. Yeah. So my first thought on curtains is kind of, is maybe like a lavender linen. I oh, thought that would be pretty. pretty. Um, and the floors are really pretty. I, they look like old, like mm. maybe... Um, like a good pine or something. Yeah. And so I'm wondering about maybe ditching the rug, a rug altogether, um, or maybe doing like a hide mm -hmm. underneath the table, just because it is a really big room. So it's kind of like, do we go with a huge rug or do we go... You know, this mm -hmm. rug feels like too small but it, i'm sure it's a big rug and it looks like a big room it's a pretty rug though it is pretty she but needs she to just move it, it right i also don't know what color rug the one in the pick is not is no longer there oh okay mm -hmm. there you go yeah. she only wrote five sentences but we can't seem to remember any of them <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so and i think maybe like some big upholstered head chairs because the table mm. does feel a little bit small and that mm -hmm. might help kind of elongate the feeling of so it. So with no rug, that'd be nice to have some fabric yeah. in there. So upholstered head chairs, great idea. Um, I feel like she needs some chairs with a little, like with some curves. Yes. Like there are lots some of softness. between like the windows and uh -huh. the band, It's like that know, the, craftsman um, style. Yes. Yeah, like she needs Very some masculine. softness and like, you know. And then it would echo the soft, the roundness of the chandelier to get mm -hmm. some curves in there. Yeah, like a, a wing back. Actually, I know Ballard has the we do have those wings, mm -hmm. and they're skirted, which I think is necessary in this space. Yeah, um, to be grounding without a rug. And then I say a hide because um, anytime you have something with contrast, like black and white stripes, will do the same thing. But a black and white black and white 
cowhide rug, it kind of like snaps things into focus. Mm -hmm. um, and it helps with a room. This room feels like maybe it's like a pass-through. Um, that probably gets a lot of traffic. So it's like, are we tripping on the rug? How, you know. Right. Um, so maybe like a black and white cowhide. I don't know if that would be too contemporary for her. But I think it would work with the light. Mm -hmm. And then some well, upholstery. Well, it's a farmhouse. Yeah. They have cows on the farm. Right. <laughs> when you're looking um, at her first photo that shows the piano in the mm -hmm. windows. And you can see into the next room. Do you feel like the drapery in this dining room should match the drapery in that room or not even worry about it? No. No, okay. I wouldn't worry about it. Okay. I don't dislike the idea of a, um, these curtains that she has um, are like a white sheer. And I don't dislike the idea of sticking with an ivory curtain, maybe with like a contrast band. Um, mm -hmm. but just something heftier with a lining and, um, mm -hmm. probably, you know, more fabric. Right. They look a little skimpy yes. in width for the, the size of that window. Mm -hmm. Even if you aren't going to close it, it needs to look like you could. Right. Yeah. To be convincing. I want to be convinced. Yeah. <laughs> Lie to me. Karen, was this any help at all? I hope it was. <laughs> send, it's send a great it. room. It is. And she, I mean... We can see the view outside of the um, windows in one of the photos, mm -hmm. and it looks so charming. It and does. like she's got some fall foliage out there. I'm so it's into so the pretty. wood, the wood woodwork. Yes. You know, you just don't see it anymore. Yes. And it's I like once you paint it, you're done. You're done. Yeah. You're never, you never going to unpaint that. Yeah. I always heard growing up, and you guys tell me if this is crazy, that you shouldn't put a piano on an exterior wall of a house because of the moisture. And, moisture. Yeah. Did you hear that as yes, well? Yes, I did. And I always thought in front of a window was not good either because well, you get the hot and the cold. Uh -huh. um, so, yeah, it makes it untuned yes. quicker. Mm. I, I mean, they're, they're the musicians. I also have a keyboard and a guitar in here, so they probably know more than me. But I always heard that that was bad for a piano. Yeah, so I heard that So Google too. that, Karen, and you might have to move that to an interior wall. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do we have another one? No, no, that's, that's it. it. That's, Yay. Our, that's the whole dilemma. We did it. Yay. I feel so accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> I can go back to bed now. <laughs> no, it I can't. I have early six morning with me. Who am I kidding? Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Well, thank you so much. Thank we you. We love chatting with you. It was so fun. Tell everyone where they can find you, follow you, see your work, all that good stuff. Um, so my Instagram right now is the best place to see my work because my website's under construction. Um, so it's just Whitney McGregor. Okay. Um, All one word. Yeah. And that's really the best. It place. is a good Insta. Thank yes. you. It's fun to watch. I love Thanks. seeing your, um, you post lots of shots of like client spaces and there are tons of shots of um, your house from Southern Living. So everyone should definitely get in there and check those Nose out. around. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's good. And I spotted a few Ballard pieces. Absolutely. Always have some Ballard worked in there. <laughs> we do too. <laughs> of course. All right. Well, thanks. Thank you. All right. That's our show. Thank you so much for listening. You can leave us a review in your podcast app. And um, please look at the show notes for this episode. We'll post the um, house tour of Whitney's home in Southern Living. And we'll post links to her um, Instagram and you can find those at howtodecorate.com slash podcast. 
Let's see, send your questions to podcast at ballarddesigns.net and we'll answer them on a future episode. Listen on Alexa. Yes. Be sure to get into your Amazon account and enable your Alexa skill so mm-hmm. you can play our podcast on your Alexa. All the time. And what else, Karen? Follow know. us on social media. Yeah. And until next time, happy, happy decorating. decorating.